The case is a complete and total sham. It's a sham case. There were no victims, no defaults, no damages, no complaints, no nothing. There was nothing. And he paid all of those loans back on time. That's Donald Trump lighting it up. Uh, The first comments he has made publicly since that huge verdict, judgment, was passed out of Judge Engron's court in New York State. It is subject to appeal. What are the prospects for that? And let's check some of the arguments that uh, the former president made during that rally. We welcome in Matthew Schneider, leader of investigations and white-collar defense, practice at Honigman Law, and also our former U.S. attorney for the Eastern District of Michigan, appointed by uh, President Donald Trump himself. Matthew, good morning. Good morning, Guy. Thank you for having me on. So I want you to, to kind of uh, focus on something the president said from the podium Saturday night about the law that was used in this civil uh, adventure system the case was brought under a consumer fraud statute that has never ever been used before for this purpose in fact a very unfriendly media company they hate me said that they studied litigation going back many many years and no case that had not one case was ever brought like this in the history of new york state this is the only one i wonder if they were doing that for political purposes or for election interference so we will i will leave that open to you for for uh, another answer but matthew when he raises that issue about the law itself being misapplied is that fertile ground for an appeal i don't think that's his best appellate argument if we just look in context here what happened in michigan just think about a week ago jennifer crumbly was convicted of not uh, not protecting a gun from her son who then used it at Oxford High School and and murdered kids. And that law had never been used against a person in that context in a school shooting. But no one is saying that that's improper. It's just the first time that it's been done before. Hmm. And so the argument that Trump has that the law hasn't been used in this context, number one, it's a common law fraud statute. That's really what it's based on, which is old. And number two, people do that regularly if if for example in rico cases sometimes you know they designed that law to be to go against mobs now they're used against street gangs or corrupt public officials that's not his best argument his best argument are is about the fine the fine amount is enormous even for donald trump and he does have a couple of issues that he can raise on appeal to try to get that down uh, Matthew, uh, where he will be banned from doing any business in New York for three years and his sons as well. His daughter wasn't included in that, I don't think. And so could it be transferred over to her and she run it until the three years is over or no? Or Melania as a, uh, as a right. stalking horse? Sure. This order, if you read it carefully, it applies only to Donald Trump and his sons. It doesn't apply to those other people. Now, sometimes if you do those transfer of assets, it's found to be improper. It's called a a straw transfer. But there's nothing in this order about that. And in fact, President Trump has already had experience in transferring assets to other people. When he became president, he put his own holdings into other people's names. He's done that before. He's divested away from himself. He's transferred ownership. The order doesn't prohibit that. And I think he would just do that again, and I don't think that would be a problem. I mean, because when if he wins the election, he would have to do that anyway, right? That's correct. And as I said, he's done that before. It's probably not uh, too complicated for him to do it. He's already done it once.
Let's rewind back to the to the the judgment against him. Three hundred fifty plus million dollars. When you add in interest penalties, it could be four hundred fifty million dollars. How do you calculate those damages when there wasn't one bank, not one injured party, saying, "Hey, we lost X amount of money on that loan because he lied." Right, and that is really his argument. If you think about how these types of damages are calculated in the past in New York you've had actual victims. You've had people, individuals who've been cheated in the consumer protection world. Mm -hmm. They've lost money. They have been personally impacted. Here, we don't have that. And I think there is a really good argument for saying that when, when the impact is not personal to these individuals, in fact, there are no real traditional victims other than these banks. The Attorney General's argument is only that, well, the banks could have charged more interest on this. Okay, that's fine, but does that really get you up to $455 million? I think Trump has a pretty good argument to get that chipped down a bit. I've got a friend who was a, who was a New York lawyer who wrote some of those loans to Donald Trump, and he said, did we know that those evaluations were, you know, a cock and bull story? Absolutely, but he was a whale. We wanted to do business with him mm-hmm. because it raised our profile, and so we did, and he paid his bills on time. I mean, that's uh, it could be a pretty compelling argument. It could be. Matthew, um, what do you see as um, other powerful individuals and corporations holding them accountable for their actions? Will this, you know, uh, give notice to them as well? Probably will, and that's uh, another reason why other people other than Donald Trump would want to have him appeal this issue. And if you if you look at the judgment, in addition to that money, the, the judgment of of this court says that Donald Trump can't run this business enterprise for three years. His sons can't do this for two years. They can't take loans out in banks. My, I I would argue this on appeal that why why does any of this apply? The court has appointed an independent monitor to oversee everything. Mm-hmm. And if you have a monitor then what is the point of all of these uh, restrictions? If you have the monitor, then you should allow Donald Trump's son to run the business because you already have the oversight. That's a pretty good appellate argument. I haven't heard anybody else raise that Mm. yet, but having dealt with monitors in the past, I would certainly think that would be a good claim that he would have to get some of these restrictions lifted. Well, and the one that really stuck out to me was this ban on using New York banks to obtain loans. He's going to have to finance this appeal. Now, I can understand the judge is going to say, well, we won't, We don't want the same victims to be victimized twice. <laughs> but bottom line is, you are slamming the door to, to, to funding that he's going to need. Is there an argument that you're impeding the defendant's ability to, uh, to mount an appeal? Yes, there certainly is, because that's one of the harshest blows here, is that you're trying to allow a person after he serves his punishment, so to speak, to get back on his feet. This doesn't allow Trump to get back on his feet, at least in New York. He can't take out these loans in New York. Now, he does have ways around that as well. He also banks in New Jersey. He probably banks in all the 50 states in this union. And the Trump organization is multinational. Trump owns a huge luxury golf course in Dubai. He could probably get a loan from the Emiratis to fund these operations. So mm-hmm. he can go overseas or to other states. Matthew, and, and given your expertise in white-collar defense, what advice would you give the former president? 
Well, I would stick to the record, what's already been down here. Um, you know, these appeal issues that we've just been talking about, the fines, the amounts, how it applies in other cases, the, or the punitive nature that doesn't come up with other cases involving victims. What's already been litigated a lot is these attacks that he's had against the prosecutor and the judge. Oftentimes, most mm -hmm. of the time, those types of arguments don't succeed on appeal. You can't tell Donald Trump to not appeal and say the judge was biased against him. That's not going to happen. He's going to say that. Mm -hmm. I would just say my advice would be that's not your strongest argument. You've got other arguments to make. You can make that one. I just wouldn't lead front and center with that. Yeah, but that's the difference between a sound legal argument and a good political grievance, right? And, and it's still a great grievance on the campaign stump. Final question for you. I know that there are Trump apologists, defenders, and also I think just Main Street folks saying, look, this looks like prosecutorial abuse. This looks like an overreach in terms of the judgment. But for those that are deciding their vote on a candidate who value and prize ethical behavior and moral behavior, did he do what they said he did? Did he behave fraudulently based on the evidence that you saw? Well, one of the bigger questions, Guy, is do people care? It, let's even assume that he did all these things. Will that affect the voters' choices? And maybe it won't. If we look at the numbers, you know, the valuations, some, some of these things, they appear to be off, like the square footage in Trump Tower. <laughs> you can't make it, more space. <laughs> you can't make more space. But, you know, politically, the Attorney General of New York didn't help herself at all when she made this no. argument during the campaign, I'm going after Donald Trump, yeah. and then she did. That's not helpful. It makes people distrust the Attorney General of New York and, and fall more firmly on the yeah. side of Donald Trump. But I, you know, I'm one of those that would say character matters in a president. That's, you know, uh, ethical behavior matters. And so if you're making that judgment, some of these allegations, when they're, when they're laid out, some of it's disturbing. And well, that could very well be true. Voters pick on different things. If all if all the voters thought about was ethical behavior, Bob Dole would have been the president of the United States. But that, that never happened. So <laughs> they've got they've got other things to think about. Indeed. Matthew Schneider, we thank you for your time and uh, we'll await this appeal. And uh, hopefully he will take some of your sound advice. Uh, we appreciate it. Thank you.